everybody and their neighbor. Welcome back to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jed Stone. So glad you could drop by today. Special day for me. I have one of my very favorite people in the whole wide freaking world with me today. It's Jason Luthley. Jason, how you doing, buddy? Very good, Jet. How about you? I'm doing excellent. You're here. It's going to be an awesome day. Got kind of an interesting concept. Now, those of you that have uh, hit the thumbnail to, to get this far, you know what I'm going to show him when I lift up the, the cloth of mystery, but he doesn't know. He has no idea. So we're going we're gonna to let him know at the same time I tell you. Here we go. Drum roll, please. That's right. He still can't tell. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Over here, I just have a Belle Epoque delay, a nice okay. Belle Epoque delay from Catlin Bread. We're just going to use that to give us a little flavor, right, as we test out two pedals. So our theme could be pedals that have both gain and boost in them. Our theme could be pedals that have gain and boost that could be reversed in the order within the pedal. Very handy feature, kind of like a two-in-one, but our actual theme is going to be signature pedals that have both gain and boost that you can reverse in any order. It's a, it's I've a got threefer. A, I've got a hunch that the orange one is uh, the Mick and Dan pedal. It is the Mick and Dan D&M Drive from Keeley. That is the, uh, the That Pedal Show, one of my favorite shows. Everybody's one of their favorite shows on YouTube. Such a knowledgeable pair of, of gents from the, uh, the British Isles. And uh, so this is their signature drive that they did with Keeley, and we're gonna take a look at that. And also this one by, uh, I, I don't wanna say a buddy of mine, but somebody I've met on many occasions, Greg Cock, his Gristle King pedal, which is okay. actually made by uh, Tim. I'm gonna get his last name wrong, I'm so sorry. I think, I think it's, Yarnig, but it looks like Jaurnig, and I don't, I'm, you know, I'm going to butcher his name now, no matter how I say it, so I will put it up on the screen right now so you can try it home and tell me that's what it was. See, I didn't know, but that's it. So, Tim, I apologize, but we're going to call it Tim's Pedal, Tim and Greg's Gristle King, and the DNM Drive. So we got two guys on each pedal, interestingly enough. So it's, it's, it's amazing how many things they have in common with each other. They're both pretty full featured. Uh, either one, uh, either pedal can use the boost by itself, the drive by itself, or in combination. And as I said, you can change the order within the pedal. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Does that sound like something you might be interested in checking out there? To me, it sure does. No, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to all the people at home. <laughs> I was, oh. I was talking to you. Yeah, I thought it might be something worth checking out. So we're going to be using uh, my new favorite amp, the Amplified Nations Wonderland Overdrive back here behind me in turquoise suede. If you haven't seen uh, my interview with the owner and founder of Amplified Nation, I'll put a link up there so you can check that out. Don't leave now. Check it out later. But that's where that will be, and you can see our review on that amp. Um, and then for guitars today, I'm going to be using, I got two of them here. One is a Gibson, uh, it's an SG with P90s in Inverness green, which is just one of my favorite Gibson colors, not used very often. Kind of like a metallic surf green, I'm going to say, but you know, officially it's Inverness green. Uh, and I swapped out all the hardware on this for gold because I had seen a buddy have a, 
uh, a Gibson in this color, and it came naturally with the gold, and, and I went, oh, I got it. I got to do that. So I swapped it all out for gold hardware, but it's all the same stuff, and it's got the wraparound bridge and uh, the P90s, and uh, man, I just really like this a lot. It's got a wider neck than some SGs, but man, oh man, it's got the tone. Really dig it. And then I, we're probably going to dive into this other guitar here. This is a Nick Huber or Huber. I'm not sure which. Once again, I'm just just destroying people's names. People from Europe, I have no idea how to pronounce your names. Nick and man, Mick and see Dick and man. <laughs> Mick and Dan. <laughs> I can't even get that right. I tell you. Yeah, those guys I know. Uh, a, a Krautster II uh, in worn copper finish. Also one of Dan's favorite guitars, a Krautster II. He really likes that. Uh, P90 here. Household pickups, I believe. I got that one right. P90 here and uh, a splittable humbucker here. So it's kind of got all three flavors when we get to this one. Really nice flame maple neck to it. Really, really like these Krausters. Uh, previous episodes, you might have seen me uh, play a surf green one. Really like those. In any case, we're going to start out with the SG. Grab a pick. In case you're wondering, the only picks that I use these days are the Gravity Strikers. The standard 1.5 is the one I like. Uh, I actually got turned on to these by Danish Pete on Andertons, which I'm sure everybody that's watching this has also seen an Anderton show. And Danish Pete, I don't think he uses them anymore, but for a while this is what he used. And I tried them. They're hand polished. I, I think I sent you one, didn't I, Jason? Yes, really like I was going to say this really nice guy sent me a... <laughs> pick to try out. I really like them a lot. They're really, once you get used to them, it's hard to go back to anything else. And I'd never used such a thick pick before, but man, I really like them. They're, I find them to be very expressive and easy to use. And I use the, uh, the, the bigger shape, so I got three sides I can use. So that's really nice. Um, and when you drop them, they're real easy to find because the fluorescent green. So let's check out our, uh, our clean tone here. This is kind of, the Wonderland Overdrive is uh, Dumble-esque. The uh, clean tone was designed specifically to sound like, uh, kind of like a John Mayer clean, which, you know, how, you can't go wrong with John Mayer clean, right? We all like that. So here's the, uh, the clean tone. Whoops, I got to turn off my mic. Let me turn off my mic here. Nice rounded tone. Try not to get too extreme with that at all. Sound okay to you? Hard to, hard to complain about that tone. Yeah, P90s, man, they always sound so good, don't they? All right, so I'm gonna add a little delay just so we get a little bit of, just a little something on there. There's a nice reverb too coming from the amp. That's a big spring reverb back there. All right, so let's check out the boosts. We'll go pedal to pedal and compare the boosts, then we'll compare the drives, and then we'll kind of mess with what they sound like together. All right, so the DNM drive, this is the boost side. Uh, it's got a full-featured boost side and a full-featured uh, drive side. Uh, both of them, both sides, have a tone, a drive, and an overall volume. So you can really get it to be just what you want. The boost can go from just a nice clean boost like you'd expect, kind of Klon-esque sort of thing, all the way up to an actual distortion uh, overdrive sort of a, a, 
a boost that is really singy and, and nice. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to start out kind of a middle range. So here's our dry out, and uh, then I'll kick in the boost. As you can tell, it's, it, it kind of just gives you more of the of your original tone. It doesn't change your tone too drastically, at least at the setting I've got it now. We'll start messing and twisting some knobs, but that's that's where we're going to start with. Sound okay? Yeah, it sounded, it sounded nice. Like you said, it didn't change your tone much at all. So you can hear the tone is almost like a guitar tone in that it you know has a very similar sweep it it doesn't ever get too bright really but you know it does get a little a little murky on the bottom end now with a strat or you know something like that a telly you might want to roll it to the second half the lower half but i never find that that below like about nine o'clock is where i like it i always like it you know just a little up straight up and down is where we started and that feels pretty natural but i'm going to kick it up just a little bit because p90s are a little dark and i'm gonna start messing around with the gain It's, uh, it's throaty, you know, it's solid and throaty, but you could still hear uh, nice articulation, nice definition between notes, and uh, even if you do slightly complex chords, it doesn't mush out. So it's a pretty good boost overall. I like it real well. And that was full gain by the time I had that done at the end. That was full gain. I'm just adjusting the volume to kind of compensate. Keep checking my levels okay. over there. All right, so now let's go over to the gristle tone. All right. so. Their boost is called more, because if you know Greg Cock, you know that he's just one of the funniest human beings on the planet, and uh, probably definitely the, the funniest guy to play guitar, I would say. And uh, man, he's, uh, he's labeled this, I mean, it's a gristle king, so, you know, it's the gristle king. So we're going to hit the more button. You've got a knob for more, and then uh, that's pretty much it for controls for the boost. The, the overdrive or distortion side, if you want to call it that. Got a lot more controls, but for boost, it's really just the more button and then, uh, and then a knob to dial that up. So we're going we're gonna to roll around with that. Here we go.
definitely hitting the amp a bit harder. It definitely is, and I really very fun to play it really comes alive under your fingers yeah it's a little different feeling than the than dynamics it's a maybe more lively it might just be because i'm not just compensating with the with another volume control you know it's just the one control but man it just like punches the amp you know you can feel mm -hmm. the amp kind of going oh, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah but it's yeah it's really sweet. The, the very first thing i heard once he kicked that on and gave it a little more i i see I what you did there <laughs> <laughs> i was really liking it immediately yeah yeah it's barky and especially with the p90s real barky and immediate yep. sounding yeah all right so let's go to the, uh, the distortion the drive side i guess we're going to call it for both of them we'll go back to dan and mix here same controls that they've got and we're just going to play that without the boost so here we go side felt pretty similar to the boost side of the gristle king i thought so too i really did and it feels very similar to that yeah it does it has a lot of that same um focused mid-range kind of character to it you know not flubbing mm -hmm. out on the bottom end at all and uh keeping the character all of this i think has kept the character of the guitar the dry sound because when i listen to dry sound and i put these on it's not like it's a whole new thing it's just we've mm -hmm. enhanced it one way or another at least that's how it feels to me yeah yeah that's the way it's coming across well good good all right so that's uh let me mess with the uh, amount of gain we've got here because that was kind of a middle of the road setting and, and see what we can come up with on dan and mix <laughs> get about as heavy as you need to as heavy as you really need to it's really all in there i don't know i, I wouldn't call it metal necessarily because it's got so much right. range it's not real hollow sounding but 
dang, has it got sustain. And you can tell the note wants to turn over. And I'm not super loud in here. I'm not super quiet. But it's, you know, the neighbors aren't, aren't going to be complaining or anything here. So it's, uh, it's satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, I'm amazed at the range of it. It's been quite a long time since I've heard that pedal. So mm. I uh, forgot that it could go that far. Yeah, I was actually surprised. I didn't think that based on what I know about them, I didn't think that they would actually allow it to go quite that far. I think Keeley stepped right. in and went, well, let's nudge it up just a little bit. What do you think? Guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give you all this range, what you'll use, and then I'm going to put a little something in for me and the I, rest of the guys. I think they went, what do you think? Does that sound good? They went, yeah, that sounds good. And he went, oh, look, Elvis. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's wrap that up. We're good, right? Okay. Now let me yeah. play something on the lower settings because we've kind of started in the middle and you can hear me sweeping the tone there so you can hear what that did. Let me roll it down to the lower end of the gain setting so at least we get a feel for that and then we'll go over to the gristle. Okay. Sounds like stuff you'd hear on records. It's very recordable right away. Yeah, you don't have to mess with it. The mid-range is nice and focused, but it's not too honky or squinky or anything. Any other word you might want to make up that sounds like mid-range has gone too far. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really, really liking it. Roughly, where are you set now? Uh, I had the gain up at about, well, if it was labeled 1 to 10, I'd be at about 1.5. So pretty low okay. on the gain, and then the volume just to compensate. And uh, tone-wise, both both tones, I've I got to say about one o'clock. That seemed okay. to be the time, the, the spot that would probably making up for the P90s because they tend to be just a little darker, of course. P90s are notoriously barky and uh, and a little difficult sometimes to get a a non too mid-rangey sound or a non too woolly sound. So and this guitar is not particularly bright. I would say it tends towards the woolly side, actually, so I'm real happy with what this does on, on this guitar. And the amp, I think, is really being very transparent. It's really just giving us what we're putting into it. Mm -hmm. So that's the D&M. We're, we're going to come back to that one. We're going to combine the two and, and mess with the order on those. But for now, let's go over to the Gristle King and mess around with the, the drive side here, the Gristle side, as it were. So uh, we've got Gristle, which is the amount of drive. We've got Tone, which is just what you'd think. We've got Gravy. <laughs> which which is the volume of the gristle as you would expect and uh, of course of course and uh, then we have a flavor switch uh, flavor gives you either a, a more open sound or a more uh, compressed mid-range focus sound so we'll flip that around we're gonna start on the more open side and then there's a fat phat fat because you need some fat with your gristle it goes together like flavor and gravy and the diet on that pedal <laughs> it's a it's a high calorie pedal 
the fat does just what you think it adds uh either it adds more bottom end or there's normally bottom end rolled off and it brings it back in i don't know which way it is if it's actually a boost circuit or if it's a cut circuit in the other direction but what you end up with is is more bottom end with that so i'm going to leave it off first and then I'll, I'll kick it on so first thing will just be some gristle a little, <laughs> a little gravy uh, uh, the more open flavor and no fat got that did you want fries I, with I, that or? i think uh, fries it's tempting Initial impressions? Totally different flavor than the DNM. No pun intended, um, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's see. I'm trying to think back to your explanation. You were starting off with the settings with the fat off? Fat off, me medium gain, medium gristle, <laughs> medium gain. Okay. Fat is off, uh, I, I believe. They're not indicated which is which, but I believe on the flavor switch we are on the more open side, although it seems pretty mid-range focused, so maybe I got that backwards, but it seems overall the pedals have kind of a, you know, Tube Screamer-esque mid-range focus, but it doesn't seem to have that um, that Tube Screamer quality that comes through. It seems a little bit bigger than that, you know, bigger shoulders on it to me than a Tube okay. Screamer. So let's, I'm going to, I'll, I'll mess with the, fa uh, the flavor switch back and forth a few times, and then I'll mess with the fat switch back and forth so you can hear what that does. Flavor first, then fat. Okay, so clearly we were on the more mid-range one. This would be the more open one now. partial to that open setting yeah the open setting it does it does get uh louder so of course we have always have to watch out because we naturally like things that are a little louder but yeah it's the open setting sounds more natural 
sounds a yeah. little more natural but if you're trying to cut through or you know in a tight band mix with a lot of keyboards and, and that kind of stuff you might want the more mid-range focus or depending on the guitar you know a strat is, is oftentimes better helped with more mid-range than it is with bottom end and top end because it's got a lot of that and sometimes you just need to squeeze that middle end up and to cut through so depending on the guitar that might be a better choice but i think on this one you're right i think the, the flavor switch is better on the open and that might be uh... You know, Greg Koch, he's known for playing a lot of single coil guitars, so that could be something to do with that setting being That's in true. there. Yeah, he's a big Tele-esque kind of guy. He plays Reverend, I think, now as signature Reverends, but I think they're, you know, they got a lot of Tele flavor to them. No pun intended. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's, let's kick some fat around. Yeah. sound quite a bit yeah it's very little, uh, big very big sound a little more subtle difference on the fat switch than the uh, um what flavor. was the switch called <laughs> flavor, flavor. <laughs> there we go yeah yeah did you find it uh to your ears to be a little more subtle it was I, mostly i hear it in the bottom end which is i think is what it's, it's designed to do and i it just fills out it's like oh yeah that's what was missing there it is and for a minute there i actually uh, left the fat on and then flipped the flavor to the mid-range side and then messed with the fat back and forth and that was even more subtle than it was on the other but for me i would run it on the open at least with this guitar on the open with the fat on and then tailor it at the amp because i feel like that's given the amp a lot to work with and not holding back a lot it seems seems very natural to me yeah i agree especially like you said with that guitar that's what it's liking yeah yeah i think so too so let's uh let's try adding some boost and drive together let's go back to dan and mick and check out that now as i said you can switch the order so we'll start out with boost on the front end now boost going into a drive is going to basically give you more drive. It's going to make a bigger sound typically, but it's going to give you more drive, more distortion, more of that crunch. If you flip it over and put it on the back end, then it's going to make the, your distortion or your overdrive sound louder. You know, it's going to elevate the whole thing rather than add more crunch to it. And obviously it depends on how hard you're hitting the front end of your amp, but this amp's got a lot of headroom. So we're not 
we're not causing a lot of drive by hitting the amp too hard. Mostly, it's a matter of how much drive we're actually dialing up. So I'll set it on a medium drive setting. I'll let you hear that. And then I'll kick the boost in. Once again, we'll start out with the boost on the front end. So it'll be boost kicking in behind the drive. You know, the cool thing I like about these sorts of pedals mm -hmm. is it, it gives you like three channels all of a sudden. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, and if you're really, if you've got your drive tone dialed in the way you'd like it and you just need that little extra kick for a lead, mm -hmm. you hit that. That's one of my favorite design ideas there. Yeah, I like it too. I, I, it, it is. It's just like drive one, drive two, and then together they're drive three. Yeah, it's yeah. like a three-channel amp. Now, let me reverse the order, and you'll see what I mean about it just getting bigger rather than getting more gainy. This order it does that thing we were just talking about even better um it, it becomes almost it, like a solo boost it's like instead of a your sound man rolling you up for the solo you hit your boost and now you've got the volume difference rather than a gain yep. difference yep yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah that works out well very that nice it's really very flexible depending on your situation there's a lot of uses for that now we're going to run into the same thing over here on the on the gristle side but it's going to be a a little different sound so let's try uh, same thing distortion or overdrive first boost on the front end and then i'll switch it to boost on the back end so they call it pre and post so i've got it on pre first and then i'll switch it to post Yeah. <laughs> 
So it really is more like more, <laughs> which right. is what it's labeled. It really does just give you, oh, there's your drive and oh, there's more drive. And obviously you can set it up so that it does give you a volume boost. So if you wanted a solo boost that also gave you more gain for single note stuff, that's a great way to do that. Let me switch it to the post side, which it's going to be more of a volume and I call it a shoulder boost because it just seems to like, you know, make everything kind of do that a little bit. So let's check that out. I find myself really drawn to that setup. I really like that sound. It's agreed. Um, there's just something about it. It seems very full ranged and balanced, and it feels very alive under the fingers. Yeah, it sounds great. Both pedals, I really like both of them. I, I, I mean, they sound very recordable, very usable. Yeah, in a live to live context, I think they'd be really use like a nice. Oh box. yeah, both of those together, and that'd be all the drives you'd you'd need for any show. I think you could cover just about anything, and it depends sure. on the guitar. So I think we should try it with the other guitar because it's got the single coil and the humbucker, and we should kind of I think just real quick give a rundown and let you, let's listen to that. So let me just swap so, over here. Sounds like a good plan to me. Now the humbucker. For those of you that aren't aware, the humbucker here is going to be much more gainy. It's going to have more volume because it's it's basically two pickups in series. So it's going to, you know, two, two single coils in series. So it's going to give you a lot more um, gain right off the top. So even our clean sound with nothing is actually going to sound more, more driven than it would have with the other guitar. And I'll play a little dry and then, uh, then I'll just kick in the pedals uh, at the current settings we have.
with all those tones and I'll tell you I was playing the DNM thinking damn this is really good I don't think the other one's gonna sound as good and then I put in the other one I'm like damn this is really good this is really I good was, I don't, it might be the better one I can't tell I was kind of thinking the same thing initially I was thinking oh the DNM boy that thing's got it and you kick on the gristle king and it's like ooh, that sounds really nice <laughs> got it so just to let you know, I, I did the boosts for both of them first, and then I did the uh, I did the boosts, and then I did the gains, and then I did the combination thereof. And on both of those at the end, uh, the boost was post, not pre. So, um, and, and with a humbucker, you know, it's just so much fatter with an F. It's just I, so much fatter right away. There you go. I I was actually shocked. I I mean, I know the humbucker is going to be hotter but I was shocked at how much different it was. It really is. It's, it's it, Once again, it really lets the character of the guitar come through. And yet each of them twists the tone in a different way that's both very pleasing, but if you had two guitar players, one playing this and one playing this on stage, they would blend together really nice, but they would not sound like the same guy. Even if they had the same guitar and the same amp, I think they would suddenly sound like two different flavors of tone. I would think so. Which, you know, people talk about, is it just another overdrive pedal? And, and to me, that goes to show there really is quite a bit of difference depending on how they're built and, and what their focus is. Definitely. So, as a last test, let's try the single coil in this. I'm going to split this humbucker and, and let's just see what that sounds like. Because we haven't heard it with, you know, I'm going to say a traditional single coil. It's a split, but it's, you know, the, the closest thing we've got today. Um, but let's just, once again, I'll do the same thing. I'll do the boosts first on each, the drives on each, and then... Combine them on each, all right? just on that the boost has got totally different characters they really yeah. i mean i could really and i like both of them once again i'm playing one thing and oh the other one's never going to be as good as that and then you're kicking the other one, Ooh, what? is that better yeah um, all right here yes, we go with the with the over
and to my ears that did things that it didn't do on the humbucker. Yeah, and I know this isn't a video about Huber, as we'd say in the States, or Huber, right. as I, yeah, we I wish I say knew. in Europe. I wish I knew. I, I, I believe that would be the case in the pronunciation. Huber? I, I'm, I, I think in Europe it would be Huber. Um, but that does a marvelous job of the coil split. Doesn't it? It sounds pretty legit. Yeah. The yeah. hustle pickups really, they do a good split. Yeah. Yeah. It's lower but level, but, but it sounds real. Yeah. But I agree with you. It um, did bring out a whole different kind of tonality with the splitting them. It seemed like the DNM accentuated the top end stuff, whereas the gristle accentuated the lower mid and, and lower end stuff. Yeah, I'd agree with to that. To me, you know, because when I'd hit the, the open stuff, like with the F, but with that, that Alex Lifeson sort of chord there, that high stuff was really coming out really clean on the DNM, and the low stuff was really coming out really rich on the gristle. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's combine and see where we get with that. Okay, now this is weird to me, or, or interesting. When we kicked the boost on, it seemed like it flipped, and now the DNM was handling the low stuff and focused on that, whereas the gristle was pulling out all the highs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know where that leaves me. I, I don't know either. <laughs> but uh, definitely just nice tones. I haven't heard a bad sound. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't either. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. And we've forgotten all about the poor belly pocket. just became part of the background sound we don't yeah. even think about anymore. But a great job, Catalin Brad. We really like your belly pocket. It's a very nice delay. For those of you who aren't familiar, it's a, it's a tape delay simulator. And man, it really is one of the best ones. It really sounds great. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm equally blown away with both. Uh, you know, those on a pedal board, actually, this would make a sweet little pedal board. Throw a chorus in there or a phaser. And I'd be good to go because it's got yeah. you know, two boosts, two drives, and the only thing we haven't done is tried them both together. Ooh, wow. Mm. Yeah, we should, we should, we're right here, you know? Yeah. 
So everything's uh, hooked up. Why not? Back to Humbucker. What do you think? Back to Humbucker. I, I think that would be a nice place to start. All right. So I'm going to try the boost of the DNM with the drive of the of the gristle, and then I'll reverse that and use the other. Uh, I am going to be DNM first, so we're all, we're automatically going to get to to flip our boost and overdrive back and forth just by doing that. It's the natural way of doing it without a switch. All right. I'm not going to put all four switches on, though, because, dear God, you know. <laughs> at that point, I just let go of the guitar, and it just whistles yeah. at me, you know. It just walk off. Just, just set it down and walk away. <laughs> all right, here we go. Boost on the D&M, drive on the Gristle King, and then I'll reverse that. together just wants to sing in every note it's like i don't have to find the hot note it's like they're all just ready to go okay i'm going to reverse this all right drive here boost there hang on to your hats people here we go I was making all the stink faces, wasn't I? <laughs> that felt real. I was like, You're, "Ooh, I could, I could see that. That felt good." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can just sit there and play away at it, and it's just fun, fun. It wasn't too you, much, you know. It was kind of no. nice. It was just, just the right amount. Yeah. You want to run away, and yet 
kept right up with you. It was like, oh, yeah, let's go, oh, yeah. let's go, let's go. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Going back to something that you said earlier, you know, looking at the differences in these pedals and now watching how they play together and stuff. I, I mean, you know, everybody always writes off stuff. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people, they write it off as ah, just another tube screamer. Ah, just just another clone clone right you know um but th these had distinct differences to where people are making pedals that are their own thing yeah you know they may be a take on something right that's been out there you know i mean well a marshall's um, a take on a basement but still you know it's its own right. thing so yeah 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 so I mean, it, I think this video demonstrates that too. Yeah, yeah. They they both feel um, they both feel very boutique. You know, they don't feel small. They don't feel in any way like I'm taking my sound and funneling it through something. They feel like I'm expanding the sound and then getting more that I put in. You know, which theoretically that's what you'd like from a pedal, right? That it doesn't make it smaller. It just takes what you have and and makes it wider or larger or larger than life so to speak and and that's the way that last sound it, it felt like okay i'm on a stage now you know i could see this, right i'm ready to have the drums and the bass kick in and let's go where's robert plant come on man i'm doing that yeah, 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 it just, yeah i wanted to start playing chords and and i wanted somebody else to take over so i could do the solo <laughs> you know i just was yeah. like, and so once again i really think that even though this was not my plan, they, I think they really, really work well together, which you don't often yeah. find distortion, you know, overdrive pedals that, that work well together, but man, I really think these do. Yeah, yeah, no argument for me. Yeah, and one thing I haven't told you, but uh, I did get Greg to sign this one, so it is an actual signed one. Last time I saw him play, I, I'm like, dude, you gotta sign this for me, come on, I love this pedal, and so he was, Kind enough to scribble his Greg Cock on there, so it is an official, official Greg Cock. But well done to Dan, Mick, Tim, Greg, Cindy, Jan, the whole family, everybody, yeah. Alice. Now we need a, now we need a whole bunch of different boxes, <laughs> so we're all looking at each other. Right. We need seven more pedals, and we'll have the, uh, the gravy brunch. Yeah, the gravy. Yeah. Brunch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree on the boutique sound, though. I, I mean, I know what you're saying by that. It's not mudding you up. It's not overcoloring you. Um, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, that's what I guess what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. 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 I think you can get that if you really want it. You can squeeze the tone. You can take off the fat and change the flavor to that more mid-range compressed. And it starts to have a little bit more of that, you know, tube screamery you know we're squeezing it a little bit and making it pointier to cut through i think you could get that um but for me i want i want big and ballsy and that's what these both do so well yeah. done well done gentlemen the behind yes these very well did done. a great job and uh dan and mick you know we're big fans of your show anyway so i'm glad we like your pedal too yeah yeah Definitely. Well, hope you guys had fun. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Gear and Gags. Thanks, Jason, for coming on from North Dakota. Appreciate you making the trip. And, uh, you know, be sure to like, subscribe. It really helps the channel out a lot. Leave a comment. Send it to somebody you know might enjoy it. And uh, in the meantime, for Jason, I'm Jet. Take care, everybody.